Before the year 1994, Helen Anurika Beyoku Alasi was like every other child, with all of her five senses working perfectly. But life took another turn in that year after a medical emergency. Helen lost her sense of hearing, which inadvertently affected her speech. I was in school. I felt sick. It was a very high fever. So my mom rushed me to the hospital. There was no doctor on seat and there was no one to reach. And that fever really increased. So the nurse thought, oh, maybe the way she she could help is to probably give her an injection. That's injection happened to just be the problem. It, it led me to the journey of silence, the silent world. For 29 years, Helen has lived her life as a person with disability in Nigeria, navigating stigma, discrimination and barriers to accessing basic social services and economic opportunities. There is no clear data of the number of people living with disability in Nigeria. However, the 2018 Nigeria Demographic and Health Survey gives an estimate of 7% of household members above the age of 5 experience some level of difficulty in at least one functional domain, seeing, hearing, communication, cognition, walking, or self-care. A general estimation puts it at 25 million of Nigerians living with a disability. In 2018, former President Muhammadu Buhari signed the Discrimination Against Persons with Disabilities Prohibition Act 2018 into law. But this has not put an end to the stigma and discrimination for Helen while accessing healthcare. How about labor as an experience? I was in pain. I went to the hospital. The doctors wouldn't even give me attention. Wouldn't even like take five minutes of their time to ask me, how are you feeling? Okay, you are on 2 cm, 5 cm. And I was just abandoned in the labor room. I was told not to shout. I was told to keep, keep quiet. Beyoku Alase says access to information is the biggest barrier to healthcare for her and the deaf community. This is why, when the COVID-19 pandemic caused a lockdown, the deaf community went about their businesses, incurring the wrath of the military. So some of them still went ahead to the market during that period. And at the point of being called at the checkpoints, they were like asking them, and what are you doing outside? It's pandemic. You ought not to be outside. You should be inside. And because of no communication, this um, military personnel began to beat them or harass them because there was no access to information. Now, I cannot say how many deaf persons uh, already at their vaccine because they don't have experience or rather information on it because they there's no one that has probably taken out their time to talk to them about it and besides even when the news and information was being passed across you would notice that there was there was no sign language interpreter on tv it, it was just in Abuja. So it's about going out of Abuja because there are a lot of deaf people out there too. Nigeria began its COVID-19 vaccination drive in 2021. As of June 5, 2023, in 36 states plus the FCT, over 75 million of total eligible persons targeted for COVID-19 vaccination have been fully vaccinated with zero new confirmed cases recorded. This is according to the National Primary Healthcare Development Agency, NPHCDA. As somebody who went to boarding primary school, 
boarding secondary school and stayed in the hostel and university. I made use of the medical services in those institutions. So I did what every student would do, would go to the clinic or medical center as necessary. That's Ayola Ifunkoya, a journalist in Lagos living with visual impairment. Ifunkoya was born with low vision, but as time progressed, he lost his sight entirely. Ifunkoya says even though discrimination remains a barrier to healthcare for people with disabilities, he was fortunate to have access to the COVID-19 vaccination. I registered on my own online. I went on my own. They responded to me properly. Somehow they gave me some kind of preferential treatment in the sense that let me go ahead of others. Other than that, there's nothing else they did. The stories are not so different in India which has reported the highest number of daily COVID-19 cases in months. Journalist Shreya Rahman reports that despite the increased risk of contracting COVID-19 at a time when the disease is spreading across India again, many persons with disabilities have had to wait months to be vaccinated due to physical and informational barriers, fear, stigma and discrimination. It was sometime in the 1980s, more than a quarter century before India declared that it had eradicated leprosy, that a government doctor told Usha Behra she had leprosy. Today, the frail, greying Behra at 70 can only walk with the use of a crooked wooden walking stick and special sandals which are about 4 inches long to fit her shortened feet. In 2001, Behra found out about the Jibramji leprosy colony and has lived there among others like her. She has a husband who abandoned her and a son who is no longer in touch. Her village asked her to leave when they heard she had leprosy. In August 2022, 19 months after India's vaccination program began in January the previous year, Behra received her first vaccination from a non-profit which visited the colony. But for all other illnesses, Behra relies on over-the-counter medications that she buys from a nearby medical shop. When 14-year-old Binay Kumar was born, he did not cry. His mother Meena Devi said he was born at 5 p.m. but he cried only at 11 p.m. The complications during his birth resulted in development of cerebral palsy, a group of disorders that affect a person's ability to move and maintain balance and posture. With no wheelchair, Binay moves by dragging himself while on his stomach. Thousands of persons with disabilities are unvaccinated or partially vaccinated in some of our districts. Persons with disabilities face many barriers in accessing healthcare as individuals within families and society. These include but are not limited to physical barriers, bias or discrimination within households, lack of information, poverty and lack of awareness and training amidst healthcare professionals on disability issues. As of April 23, 2.2 billion COVID-19 vaccine doses have been administered to 1.1 billion registered citizens in India. For 15 years, Karamajiji community in Abuja, Nigeria has housed people with physical disabilities. This colony has a chief and other title holders who look out for the interests of its 520 residents. This community came into being uh, during the Mr. Erufai were organized. We know our family, we know our children, we do take care and anything that comes, we make sure that we solve the challenge. You can see there's a school here, you see a center where people will learn trade, uh, you see a palace here, you see a mosque there, you see a church. That's the voice of Mohammed Anthony, who is secretary of the colony. 
He says even though their location is temporary, having an identifiable location makes it easy for them to be reached with healthcare services. There's even mobile clinic. They normally monthly they come they came here to check and give us the necessary assistance to give from the government. Like uh, sometimes in the NGO like leprosy mission, they normally bring their own support in that way. Mobile clinic, you understand. And sometimes from the Ministry of uh, Minister of Health. The colony has a primary health center situated a stone's throw from the chief's palace. With this availability, women access antenatal services, children are treated for malaria and other sicknesses, while government sends healthcare workers to administer vaccination. The Discrimination Against Persons with Disabilities Prohibition Act 2018 states that government shall guarantee that all persons with disabilities shall have unfettered access to adequate healthcare without discrimination on the basis of disability. In India, Raman reports that the 2016 Rights to Persons with Disabilities RPWD Act recognizes accessible and affordable healthcare as a right of persons with disabilities, but India still does not have a dedicated healthcare policy for disabled people. Disability rights activists say that such a dedicated policy would be integral in bridging access gaps that persons with disabilities face. Beyoku Alase in Nigeria has become an ardent advocate for people who are deaf. While calling for collaboration, she says having sign interpreters placed at healthcare facilities should be a priority. Inclusion is possible if we put disability as a priority in our plans. Our need is make healthcare facilities accessible. Employ sign language interpreters. Let the doctors and nurses begin to learn sign languages. The need of a blind is different from the need of the deaf. The need of a physically challenged person is different from the need of other clusters of disability. The deaf need sign language interpreters, qualified and professional sign language interpreters. Efunkoya agrees with her and points out the need for training and collaboration. Medical services are not rendered in inclusive ways for a blind person. There are no braille signages or something to help me know where I am or what's going on. There are no provisions for helping me get from one point to the other. I don't know to what extent the training of medical practitioners, whether doctors, nurses or other support services from lab scientists to radiographers and all the others, pharmacists and all. I don't know to what extent their training includes issues around disability and inclusion and there needs to be greater collaboration between organizations of persons with disability and uh, healthcare providers to cater to the needs of persons with disabilities the national commission for persons with disabilities was established with the mandate to coordinate and implement activities that guarantee full inclusion of persons with disabilities into the society the story was supported by the Population Reference Bureau as part of its Public Health Reporting Core Initiative and produced by me, Yechenu Sasitu for KISFM Nigeria and me, Shreya Raman for Article 14 from India.